Today's conversation is with Mark Bullduck, the owner of Wicked Smart Homes. In this conversation, we talk about new smart home technology, uh, lots of interesting things to look forward to in 2021, and how customers can best engage with their firm. So without further ado, please enjoy this conversation with Mark Bullduck. Welcome to the Preferred Shore Podcast. Here's your host, Robert Milligan. Well, thank you, Mark, for joining us on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. I've been really looking forward to this conversation because you guys do some crazy stuff with the new smart home technology and um, definitely want to get into some of that, you know, some of the things we can expect. But maybe first we could start out with a little bit of your background, you know, when you came to the Sarasota area and sure. started the business, all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Uh, moved to Sarasota in 2005, uh, was living uh, in Portland, Maine at the time, and which is my hometown. And actually, funny, I had been coming down to Sarasota for, for many years, even as a young kid. I have a picture of myself with a, a parrot on my shoulder, I think, from the <laughs> Sarasota Jungle Gardens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I had made some visits. And, you know, you just you never know where life's going to take you. never thought I'd live uh, in the south. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, 2005, my parents actually uh, semi-retired. Um, built a house out in Lakewood Ranch, okay. and I was coming down to visit during that whole process. They were renting homes uh, while their house was being built, and um, I think, you know, like most people in New England, was probably fed up with the awful winters we were having, mm -hmm. and uh, finally just uh, uh, made the jump. There's a little bit more to that background, uh, to that story, but uh, essentially went back home. It was a terrible winter, and I said, you know what, let's give Sarasota a shot, and yeah. uh, that's... Haven't looked back since. <laughs> Seems like it turned out to be a pretty good decision for you. Huh? Yeah, I love it. We, um, you know, it's nice to go back and visit, of course, and mm -hmm. uh, get into, you know, I still love, like today, we have a nice cool day. I still love the temperature uh, changes, but um, I don't know if I'll ever get used to the heat and humidity down here, but right, uh, right. You know, I've done my best and... Um, no, I love Sarasota. It's a beautiful community. And obviously, I'm raising a family here now. And mm -hmm. um, it's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So um, back home in Maine today, is it snowing? Or? Uh, it could be. It's yeah. probably in the 20s <laughs> or 30s. It's certainly uh, nowhere... Uh, nothing for us to complain about with a, a high 50s, <laughs> low 60s day, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the dream. This is why we're all here right now is for days like today. Absolutely. But um, so, you know, you've done an incredible job building up your business, Wicked Smart Homes. Thank and, you. Um, you know, tell us about your niche and kind of all the services that you offer. Sure. And uh, just love to get, you know, some background, how the company was founded and sure, yeah. all that sort of thing. <laughs> well, when I, um, I, I mentioned earlier, there's a, some, a backstory and how I ended up down here. So uh, my parents, I, I mentioned, were building a house. And at the time, this is, uh, you know, 2004 timeframe. And uh, we were going through a building boom in, in South Florida, especially Sarasota, um, uh, Manatee County. But, um, you know, I would, I was unmarried. I came down on vacation and every morning I would wake up, you know, whatever, nine, 10 o'clock. And I'd see a guy over in the corner and the house was just being on in its final stages. And my parents had moved in. And of course I was staying there, but, um, so a gentleman in the corner, I'm wondering who, who is this guy? And mm -hmm. come to find out it was, um, uh, the gentleman that was doing the final programming on their smart house. Okay. So that was really my first introduction to smart home technology and a, a very comprehensive system, lighting control and uh, heavy audio visual and, and, and whatnot. So I uh, got to meet that, that gentleman, my stepfather and him hit it off and fast forward. Next thing I know, uh, my stepfather is now partners in this uh, small home automation business. Okay. And, um, I think it was like maybe the second or third to the last day of my vacation. We, we all went out and golfed together, kind of, you know, really hit it off and mm -hmm. realized that we, you know, we liked being around each other. And um, so uh, as I was preparing to leave, uh, my stepfather and, and Luke uh, Anderson, who was, who was part of that group, I'd asked me if I would want to come down and be a part of their business moving forward. So, you know, I said, let me think about it. Again, never mm -hmm. thought I'd live down in Sarasota, Florida, or in this area. And uh, went back, and again, terrible winter. Mm -hmm. Thought about it for a couple <laughs> days, and I said, let's go. You know, I was unmarried at the time, didn't really have any obligations mm -hmm. um, that were uh, keeping me where I was living. So, came down. Um, and it was baptism by fire. I really had to learn the industry very quickly, right? So mm -hmm. I was in a, you know, on the front end of the business in a sales position, you know, going out and trying to do some business development. 
and of course, you know, you need to know what you're talking sure. about in this industry. So just really tried to, to bury myself in it um, and, you know, did that. And then, you know, so we were, you know, we were on the right path and we were, you know, a, a smaller you know, seven or eight person operation and mm -hmm. you know, it was really learning the business and so on. But um, and then we were, uh, uh, you know, essentially bought out by a, a larger company in town. Mm -hmm. And I thought, geez, you know, what what what's next? And fortunately, I was. Uh, provided a position at the new company. Mm -hmm. And again, this was a large, you know, 60, 70 person operation, large for, for my industry, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really where I really cut my teeth and, and learned the ins and outs of the business. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, I was there for uh, close to three years and then uh, made a move uh, laterally to another company in town. Uh, a lot of the same. I was really kind of, you know, at that point was feeling comfortable with uh, the, the, the work we were doing and so on. But I always just, you know, I've always had that entrepreneurial spirit. Um, mm -hmm. I, I just always thought to myself, I could do this a little bit better if I had the ability to make my own uh, decisions. So uh, in 2000, end of 2009, early 2010, I um, put my money where my mouth was and <laughs> we formed, uh, I have a business partner and we formed Wicked Smart Homes in 2010 mm -hmm. and um, really haven't looked back since. We've just been just plowing forward and, and trying to do the, the best work we can and, and so yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And you're doing some very high profile projects now. Um, but how, what is your team comprised of like in terms of installers and versus sales and you know, how, sure. how do have you structured things in your business? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's funny. We've always, the back end of our business has always been supported by necessity, meaning that the sales has always driven the sales and the work coming in has always driven those decisions downstream. Now, mm -hmm. you know, some, some business owners may not like that approach, but we had to be very lean and mean in the beginning. You know, we didn't mm -hmm. have investors. We, you know, we, we started this with our own, our own money, our own uh, IP and so on. So when I say that, I mean, we went out, we got the business and now we had to support it on the back end. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what started out very humbly as a, as a two person operation quickly evolved into picking up some key, um, team members here and there. And, um, and, you know, as we got into some different disciplines within our industry, uh, lighting control being a, in, in uh, automated shading being a, a huge part of our business, of course, we needed an expert in that field. Mm -hmm. And we were able to, to secure um, a gentleman that's been with us a long time now, Ben Cooper. Mm -hmm. He's been great for us. He's, uh, you know, he's a wonderful guy. And uh, I think he's celebrated his eighth year with us or ninth year with us recently. So he's, he's really been with us, uh, you know, from the beginning and seen this, you know, kind of trajectory and see us grow. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So how many, how many people do you have all together? Sorry, I didn't answer yeah, the question. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right now we are 24 total people. That's, that's a meaningful um, group. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. There's, um, you know, so obviously that's, there, there's several departments. Uh, so of course we have our, our sales department, we have our operations, which is heavy with installers mm -hmm. and programmers, uh, quality control folks, um, you know, just scheduling uh, that many pro ongoing projects in and of itself is a is mm -hmm. a major task. And, you mm -hmm. know, as you probably know, in the the world of building, nothing is set in stone, right? You yeah. really have to be able to adapt on the fly. And, um, you know, so scheduling is, is, a, is a major challenge. Of course, we have uh, support staff, the admin, um, you know, purchasing, accounting, uh, mm -hmm. a warehouse uh, a gentleman that handles all of the shipments that arrive to us and uh, staging of those projects and whatnot. So um, a, a few years ago, we, we opened up an office in Naples. So we have okay. some, uh, some folks down there as well mm -hmm. um, that are helping us uh, with our projects in the, in the Naples market. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's awesome. I know, I mean, I see you've got a fleet of trucks on the road. I see your trucks, seems like all over the place these days when I'm driving around, it always pops out to me. So Best form of advertising <laughs> ever, right? The trucks. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I love to hear about the entrepreneurial side of things and I really appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Um, I could be mistaken, but I think, um, based on our past discussions, were you recently like a, a panelist at a national conference or something along those lines or? Yeah. So we're, um, we were, we were fortunate. We're part of a, um, a group called HTSA home technology specialists of America. And it's a, a select, group of integrators. I think the membership is hovering right around 80 right now. So, uh, and these are companies like us all around the country and mm -hmm. it's a wonderful 
group to be a part of because it's really a, a you know f- people with shared experiences um uh, some guys that have been in business for 40 50 years so mm-hmm. i mean as as a relatively young person in this industry i can learn a lot from those from those guys so sure. anytime we're we're together we usually pre-covid doing a fall in a spring conference and it's a three or four day and we go to some nice resort somewhere and we you know it's a, a full itinerary of uh our days are chock full of um, discussions, roundtables, uh, keynote speeches, and then of course there's the social element after it's all said and done. We go out to dinner and have some mm-hmm. drinks and have a good time. But um, I bring that up because this year was hosted, of course, virtually. Mm-hmm. Uh, virtually, um, so you know we were all doing this via Zoom, and it mm-hmm. was the first time for all of us doing a conference like that. But yes, I was uh, asked to be a part, um, a, a panel speaker on. Um, I mean, there were several of these things, of course, sure, but sure. it was nice to be recognized and asked to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. um, so we did a pre-recorded version of that. And then at the end, uh, all the panelists would did a Q&A at the end. And it was, it was wonderful. It was That's awesome. a good and experience. Yeah. What was your uh, topic, that uh, your area of expertise? You know, it was, it was lighting design. Uh, mm-hmm. Lighting design being uh, something for us, a relatively new uh, offering that we're providing for our clients and not only our clients, our constituents, you know, architects, uh, interior designers, builders. So there's, there's been, you know, we're in these beautiful homes all day and and that's great. And there's Mm -hmm. just really been, I guess, a general lack of awareness on how to light a home uh, appropriately. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of ways to do that. You know, as simple as putting in four recessed lights in a room and, some people think that's adequate, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, as we know, when you start layering light in a house, it just has a dramatic impact on how the room feels right, for the right. homeowner. So we're trying to bring that awareness to folks that come in and say, okay, listen, we, we see the architectural plans here. We, we can look at the electrical plans and, um, yeah, you have, you know, adequate lighting in this room. But let's, let's talk and, we, you know, we'll show them some examples in our showroom of, of a well-lit room, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of opens that discussion into um, what products are going in, what the functionality of those products are, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe some additional lighting that could really help, ha- again, have a, a nice impact on the home. So, yeah, I see. I mean, um, I, I remember when those um, spiral fluorescent bulbs were, yeah, yeah. you know, brand new, and um, sure. we, we wanted to switch out our bulbs with something a little more, you know, fe- effective or efficient, rather. And uh, those things just gave me the worst headache. It was like a terrible quality exactly. of light. Yeah, and it, it is amazing how when a room is well lit that, you know, it just feels nice and you don't really notice it versus whenever it's offensive light, which, right. you know, surprisingly there is such a thing as an offensive it light. It truly is. Though, you're <laughs> yeah, right, you yeah. know, it can, it can actually agitate you. So it makes, makes a big difference. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then we delved a little bit further into the lighting design aspect. Do you hire a professional on your staff? Do you outsource that to somebody else? And we were really fortunate to uh, pick up a, a lighting designer, hire a lighting designer out of Boston, Oh, right. <laughs> um, so she's wicked smart as well. But um, no, it was she's a great addition to the team. Susan Arnold, I'm sure if she watches this, she'll be appreciate the shout out. So um, but no, it's just it gets us in uh, in the discussion a lot earlier with again, with the architects, maybe the uh, design professionals that are a part of the project from from the get go. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, and. Again, I just I can't stress enough. I really love the lighting aspect mm-hmm. of a home. When a home is well is lit well and, and there's been a thoughtful design with lighting, mm-hmm. um, you you just see it. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. it's unobtrusive, but you you say, wow, certain parts of the room, whether it be artwork or an accent wall or um, you know task lighting, general lighting. I mean, all these things come into play, and it's it's really a science. Hmm. Yeah. And so, and you guys, I'm sure you do audio, video, all, you know, all, all of the. I mean, what all does does smart home technology encompass? Just to well, for yeah. us, um, you know that that level of involvement on a project is is growing. I mean, mm-hmm. the, you know, like I said, the lighting design aspect of it alone, we didn't you know we didn't provide that service years ago. We did mm-hmm. the lighting control, controlling mm-hmm. of lights, but we had no say on how many lights went in a room and what type of lights. And um, so these days our involvement in a project is, you know, I like, I, I like to, 
you know, kind of brand ourselves as a, as a home technology company. Mm-hmm. We're not AV guys. We're not TV guys. You know, I, I always chuckle sometimes. I'll be at a client's house and we're doing the, the final QC on a project and orientation and a client will take a phone call and he'll be like, hey, I'm with the, uh, the TV guy. And <laughs> I was like, you can call me whatever you want. I don't really care. But it's just interesting how some people perceive your industry, right? Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, in that particular project, maybe we were involved, uh, obviously, very early on doing all the infrastructure in the house. Um, but more specifically to your qu- question, Robert, um, audio video being the kind of the stalwart of uh, mm-hmm. the backbone of the things we do. I mean, everybody wants music, mm-hmm. uh, televisions throughout the house. How we deliver technology to all those devices is is changing rapidly, um, mm-hmm. which is fun. But um, lighting control, automated uh, shading, um, security, surveillance, uh, control of various aspects of the home, uh, through some layer of home automation is big, and then, and then we start getting into some of the uh, the newer technology, and maybe we'll jump into that now yeah, or later. Yeah, but um, go, um, go for it. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a whole push right now, um, and it's certainly not a trend. It will be the future. But this, you know, this health and wellness initiative that. Um, some some companies or manufacturers are bringing awareness to the market and especially in the luxury home marketplace you know mm-hmm. clean air clean water circadian rhythm lighting and things of that nature are really backed by data and science and studies you know mayo clinics done a lot of work on this and mm-hmm. how it affects us uh, as as individuals living within a home we spend a lot of time in our houses mm-hmm. you know even living in florida mm-hmm. we're still in the home quite a bit so um why are we not you know, paying, paying ourselves, uh, by, you know, doing the right thing technology wise in, in mm-hmm. our houses. So, so yeah, that, that's really one of the, the, um, newer technologies that we're focusing on. It's still early right, in right. this, in this whole process, but, um, <clears throat> there's a company that we've aligned ourselves with, uh, Delos and their product is Darwin premier. And again, uh, focusing on clean air, clean water, um, human-centric lighting, circadian rhythm lighting. There's a few different ways to, mm-hmm. to position that. And then, you know, some other aspects of the home, uh, you know, green walls for, you know, having, uh, you know, vegetation and plant life in your house okay. that clean, naturally cleans the air and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, everything from our bedding materials to our floors to this all have an impact on uh, off-gassing and things that we're, you know, taking in in mm-hmm. our own home. So it's it's... It's interesting. I'm, we're, we've, we've done a lot of work with them, a lot of training with them, mm-hmm. and um, I'm looking forward to introducing it to some key uh, business partners, uh, builders, architects yeah, here locally. We're, we're right on the cusp of kind of rolling this out, and I That's think exciting. it's going to be very well received. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't help but think, even in the commercial world with a condo project that, you know, a lot of friends that are developers that we've done multiple projects with and the ability to be able to market your product, you know, the the whole goal is to market effectively, right? Mm-hmm. Location, of course, is key. Price point is key. But to have a new thing to kind of, you know, market uh, mm-hmm. in, in the sense of uh, health and wellness and, and how we can bring that to a new project. Absolutely. Yeah. I think is a huge differentiator for it. It is. Yeah. yeah I can so. see a ton of enthusiasm from developers and customers. I mean, that, that yep. would be huge. Now um, the circadian uh, rhythm lighting, that's an interesting topic. And, and I, I guess I was an early adapter, but on a very small scale, I, love it, yeah. I found a product, I guess probably like 10 years ago that you basically plug into, it's like an in-between between your lamp and your bedroom or whatever. So, so I've been waking up to a, to a simulated sunrise nice. for probably like 10 years and I absolutely love it. Um, you know, I'm sure that there's, you know, far more elaborate, better ways of doing it, but you know, you can set it if it's, if you want a 20 minute sunrise, 30 minute sunrise, whatever. And then I have a, you know, just a normal alarm for, you know, if I happen to sleep in or whatever, sure. but I'd say like 98% of the time I'm up with the, you know, with the, my simulated sunrise before my alarm actually rings and, you know, I feel, wake up feeling great and it's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, I love that stuff. So how, how does it work, you know, in, in an actual mm-hmm. integrated solution? I mean, is it, sure, is yeah. it like house wide for different tones of lighting or, you know, how does this work? Yeah. So circadian rhythm lighting, again, backed by science and, and studies and whatnot and how, you know, I, we, we didn't live in homes as human beings uh, up until, 
when, you know? Yeah. So, you know, we were, you know, we were waking up with um, the sunrise and, of course, throughout the day, you know, peak noon, very bright, you know, we're awake, we're, you know, we're out there hunting and doing <laughs> what we need to do to survive. And then as the day progressed, the sun is setting and of course the sun's getting warmer. So they're just kind of piggybacking on really what is an intuitive kind of uh, science, right? But, mm-hmm. um, and doing some interesting studies that, that support uh, how we, you know, re- are looking at that light and how the effects it has on us as mm-hmm. we are throughout the course of a day. So uh, human-centric lighting, there's a, a couple manufacturers out there. One of those emerging technologies that will be the standard at some point but just think of it, very warm um, uh, uh, temperature th- in the morning as we get into the afternoon, mm-hmm. very bright. And then at the end of the day, um, it starts getting, uh, the, and we're referring to Kelvin, which is color temperature. We're not talking about dimming of a light mm-hmm. that's at you know, 2,700 or 3,000 Kelvin. And all you, the only ability you have is to dim the intensity uh, or raise the intensity of that light. Mm-hmm. We're really talking about color temperature and the effect mm-hmm. that has on us. So a um, couple major manufacturers out there a lot of folks are coming to to the marketplace with uh, these products but we aligned ourselves with a company Ketra uh, okay. many years ago I, I went to a training uh, probably three years ago now we we started hearing some buzz about this LED chip manufacturer out of Austin Texas Ketra and we were like okay what's this all about and mm-hmm. starting to gain some momentum because they were doing this in commercial uh, applications environments where you know let's just say you have hundreds of employees and they're all in a in a large uh, commercial space and very little natural light mm-hmm. and they wanted to I think uh, see how that affected their work performance right mm-hmm. so um, you know it had its roots in the commercial world and it started moving over residentially but we went to the training and all I kept thinking about over the the two or three days we were there was how has a, a big player not come in and bought or you know yeah bought these guys out right right and, right and, and take their intellectual technology property whatever it may be um and lo and behold i came back <laughs> and you know i kind of drank the kool-aid and i was telling everybody on my staff this is the future yeah we have to jump on this this is going to be amazing i can't wait to start putting it in homes and then um lutron ended up uh buying ketra okay uh kept the ketra brand of course but absorbed the company and now made it part of their product offering which was a perfect situation for us we were already lutron dealers Mm -hmm. um and it was a wonderful kind of transition i think lutron had to really kind of get a grasp on what they had at first this technology Mm -hmm. that they had but once they finally understood that this wasn't a uh, a competitor per se this Mm -hmm. was a technology that they could incorporate into um, their product offerings and since they've done that um, we haven't looked back we've done several uh, Ketra projects clients love it you could literally um, Ketra provides a curated um, scene if you will okay so when you press a a light uh, at specific times of the day a different color temperature will render based on mm-hmm. again time of day so mm-hmm. you it's not yeah right they they kind of help you with the the curated programming if you want to do that mm-hmm. um of course there's the whole red green blue rgb aspect of it which mm-hmm. you know i'm not as keen on and i don't i don't i, I don't think that's a selling point per se right but some right. clients love hey you know if we're entertaining and the room wants to be uh blue over here or yeah, red whatever we can like do that. room right now yeah right. no it's cool <laughs> yeah, absolutely so yeah um, wonderful product. Uh, we're, we've had great success with it and we're going to be doing more and more of it. That's cool. That's exciting. I, to yeah. me, that's, that's kind of mind blowing to think that the temperature of the light will kind of automatically mimic, um, whatever's going on outside, yeah. all, you know, all throughout the whole home. That, right. that sounds incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard for me to believe maybe, maybe you can relate that, uh, 2020 is almost history where, you know, right around the corner from Christmas to see your Christmas, uh, cup here from Starbucks, you know, it's, it's upon us, man. But, um, you know, I'm sure 2021 is going to bring some crazy stuff. And, um, I don't know if maybe there's some new products or sure. technologies or things that come to mind that, that you feel are is kind of mm-hmm. noteworthy, worth mentioning. Uh, yep. you know, I just love to learn more about what's around the corner. Sure, here. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the again, the the aspect of our business, the the audiovisual side, of course, is is changing rapidly, right? Mm-hmm. How we how we are listening to music, how we are watching TV. You know, I recently cut the cord at my own house, and I don't, I no longer have cable, and mm-hmm. I stream video, and really, I haven't looked back, mm-hmm. and it's been great. You know, I'm not renting cable boxes anymore. The our arch nemesis in this whole thing is is. Cable 
cable providers and ISPs, you know, inter, internet service providers. Mm -hmm. They their their equipment comes into the home and it's necessary and it needs to be there and causes all kinds of challenges for us because mm. at the end of the day, if a TV's not working um, and it's let's just say it's cable related, well, we're getting the first phone call and we're happy to take that call, but it's always a an odd conversation uh, when you have to. You know, you send maybe a technician out there or you look at it remotely and, and determine, okay, well, you know, mm -hmm. we're having some uh, some internet issues at your house. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's a little bit of that, you know, it's yeah, their yeah. problem. <laughs> we're here to assist and we'll walk you through it. But um, um, so getting off, you know, I don't want to get off track, but yeah, yeah. We, we touched on the, the health and wellness initiative. That's going to be huge for us moving forward. So mm -hmm. we're going to continue to... Uh, expand on that and introduce that to our business partners in town. Uh, there's circadian rhythm lighting. Believe it or not, it's still relatively, even though you've mm -hmm. been using it for, yeah. for quite a while. I'm in a strange a, dude sometimes. <laughs> you're, ahead of the, you're ahead of the trend. Um, that will continue to be a, a big part of our business moving forward. There's there's other products, you know, that are maybe a little bit more unique to living in South Florida. And one of those products is uh, rose water. It's an energy mm. and storage hub if you want to think hmm. of it system okay um and what it what it provides for us is multi-layered one which i really love is it creates a perfect electrical sine wave in a home and with all of this um all this technology that's we're bombarded with all are powered by microprocessors right mm -hmm. which are very sensitive to power anomalies okay and we've we've literally had to become electrical engineers over the years to understand why maybe we're having a specific issue on a project. And mm -hmm. sometimes it's power related. You know, it's an, an interesting discussion to think that, you know, some of these pockets where you have, you know, eight, 10, 12,000 square foot homes. Well, in the fifties, those were probably ranch style homes, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the FPL isn't necessarily making major infrastructure or grid updates. So mm -hmm. what was a community of, of, um, smaller homes is now, you know, Westway and every house over there is, yeah, yeah. is massive with huge power demands. Now, yeah, yeah, the homes are more efficient and whatnot, which is great. But um, the only reason I mention that is just there's a lot of demands on FPL and the power requirements hmm. for some of these homes. And, you know, the reality is we have really poor power down here, brownouts, hmm. dips in voltage. I and mean, we, we have equipment now that monitors the incoming uh, voltage into a home and uh, what we see sometimes we can directly see we saw a dip in voltage and downstream of that hmm. we had some av issues and we oh, really? now can attribute huh. so what this rosewater device does and it's a it's a large you know just think of it as is a, there's a battery backup aspect to this as well but creates that perfect sine wave, which all AV equipment loves. And I don't mind mm -hmm. talking about AV equipment. I'm talking about uh, home appliances, sure. mm -hmm. you know, things of that nature. Although this is more focused, hyper-focused on the um, the AV and the technology, the internet and things of that nature. So it's not a, a whole home battery backup per se, but yeah. uh, it's the mission-critical communication devices in your house that we can really uh, focus on. But um so, uh, and then there's the energy storage aspect of Rosewater, mm -hmm. which is great. So whether the FPL is feeding these batteries, um, the solar array on your property, on your house, on your property somewhere, uh, or even your generator. So, mm -hmm. you know, in the event that we have a power loss, those items are going to stay powered up. And of okay. course that's, you know, that's critical, uh, down here in South Fuller when we have some, you know, sometimes we have some major, some events, yep. some events. Exactly. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, and then the other aspect, which I really love too, is it has military grade lightning protection, oh, wow. uh, on this as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, even though we don't, it's very rare for one of our clients to have a direct lightning strike, certainly in the neighborhood. Right. Sure. And mm -hmm. we know power travels and, mm -hmm. and whatever. So, um, that part of it has been great too. Now, you know, this is a, a newer technology. It's not for everybody. There's still a, a significant price point to get into, but this is more really right now geared towards a state level homes, you know, okay. larger homes, maybe, maybe a guest house and, and so mm -hmm. on. So, mm -hmm. um, so I love that product We're mm -hmm. we're continuing with them. They're evolving and doing some, some different, different things moving forward as well. Um, uh, let's see here. What else uh, on the emerging technology side of things? Yeah, Voice just, control. Now, okay. you may roll your eyes and say, well, Alexa and Josh uh, have been, I'm sorry, I was going to introduce Josh, <laughs> and Google have been out forever. But I, 
I fundamentally have an issue with surveillance capitalism. Um, some do, some don't. Mm -hmm. I'm not a paranoid person by nature. I mean, mm -hmm. there's nothing going on in my own household that if someone heard it beside me yelling at my kids. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, but the reality is, is that we have to understand that every device that we have these days is listening and is creating, a, you know, some type of mm -hmm. um, marketing scheme direct, you know, directly attributed to our Google searches, our words and things we, mm -hmm. that we're doing. So um, I've never really jumped on board with Alexa in Google voice control um, because it's now becomes the backbone control of our home. And mm -hmm. how do I, as an integrator, how can I tell a client with 100% uh, confidence that when you give it a, a voice command, it's going to work. First of all, it's a sure. third-party product. I have no ability to to program it, to modify it, to do anything. So, mm -hmm. um, so there's a couple things on that end that we've largely tried to stay away from. And now mm -hmm. we, you know, so in comes Josh AI. Josh, a startup company. Uh, well, they've been around for six or seven years now, but mm -hmm. they are a privacy-focused voice control that's hyper-focused on home control and not about sending you toilet paper from Amazon, right? So yeah. um, what they do is they focus on, you know, again, uh, the ability to control all the various disciplines in your home and uh, their uh, natural language processing is much more advanced. Mm -hmm. um, it knows where you are in the home. So mm. if you call it the, the breakfast area and your wife calls it the nook or whatever, it, it knows, uh, mm -hmm. you know, when you're telling it to turn the lights on or the music on. Um, they're a company that <clears throat> just keeps rolling out new product mm. and some more advances. And they just uh, had a nice little keynote speech here recently with a new product offering that we're excited about for next year. Okay. Um, so just very small, uh, uh, discreet microphones placed in your house. Hmm. And again, can't stress enough the privacy element of this. Yeah, it's yeah. all hosted locally. It's not going out into the cloud. Mm -hmm. No one else is, you know, no third party is buying this, this mm -hmm. information and mm -hmm. so on. So Yeah, that's huge. I'm, yeah. A little, I'm like you. I'm a little skeptical of the, of the you know, surveillance capitalism. But, um, but again, you know, I don't have anything to hide, but I just don't love the idea of mm -hmm. uh, Jeff Bezos listening in on me or well, he's, <laughs> Tim Cook or anything. there's a reason that he's the wealthiest man in the world right I yeah mean, yeah right so <laughs> yeah I think they would be um very uninterested in in my life but, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but yeah. but still uh yeah it's one of those things well that's um that's really exciting and so you know you, you've mentioned the types of products that you do and I'd like to just you know with within this conversation make sure that we define who good customers are and the kind of work that you do so I know you do large estate homes properties you also get into some uh, high-rise development if yes. I recall yeah so Absolutely. maybe what, what are some projects yeah. you've been involved in that you're able to share or? yeah well um, we've been very fortunate to to get into the condo tower MDU however you want to refer to it mm -hmm. um, on the luxury side you know some of these very beautiful um, amazing locations um, around town and um, you know the key for us in those um, on those projects is really how we are presented on the project. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for us, the typical process is to um, align ourselves with the developer. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about early on before the project's even out of the ground because the development, the developer and uh, his or her sales team, you know, they're marketing the product. And as part of uh, that marketing effort is technology that's going to be included, right? Mm -hmm. So we really start off as a consultant. And where we've been successful is we're able to discuss with developers various ways of introducing technology uh, to a project, whether it's you know heavy infrastructure that gives a future buyer the ability to do whatever they want down the road, mm -hmm. or introducing some level of starter technology that's included in the sale of, your, of their unit, mm -hmm. which is really a great way to approach it, right? Obviously, yeah. you can piggyback on the marketing side of it. Um, and, you know, we're able to, we're, we're, part, we're a heavy, heavy involvement from literally day one, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're coming in, we're running wire, um, still a necessity these days, folks. Sorry, we live <laughs> in a wireless world, but we're still running wire. But mm -hmm. um, so heavy involved in that aspect, um, meeting with buyers as they purchase the units. Again, it could be very early on in the process. So we're able to do customizations for them. Um, but, you know, helping, helping the, 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 
the, the developer, the, the GC, even the architect sometimes with, with, you know, things that no one is even thinking about, like pocket, shade pocket dimensions, mm. whether those get integrated into the project or, or not. I mean, these are, these are heavy, crucial, very specific items that require multiple people involved in mm -hmm. to make a decision and then, of course, to follow through because it makes a huge impact on a, uh, on a luxury uh, condo project Absolutely. if you have shade pockets. You know, uh, mm -hmm. basically an inverted soffit, we can hide all the shades and mm -hmm. you know, they have a beautiful finished look. And, mm -hmm. you know, some people may just be like, it's an afterthought for, for some, uh, some projects, but on some of these other ones, it's a major point of discussion. So. Sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, just being a partner throughout this whole thing, bringing expertise, bringing uh, best, pra best practices on a condo project, um, I, I think has really helped us. And we, we've, you know, proof is in the pudding. We're on second, third, fourth projects with certain developers in this town. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously we're part of the team, right? Mm -hmm. um, where, wherever they go in the next project, we're mm -hmm. typically involved and we love, we love being in that position. Mm -hmm. And, and now because we're, forward thinking with some emerging technologies, we can introduce those and bring some, sure. some understanding of how that would come into play on their future projects. But uh, specifically, we're, we're wrapping up right now Boulevard. Okay. Uh, just um, um, just uh, obviously everybody closed over there. People are, yeah, all of our clients are moving. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful building. So my pals over there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Epic right behind us here mm -hmm. is ongoing in construction mm -hmm. and we are um, the integrator of record on that uh, project. So we have met with each and every buyer mm -hmm. and um, the development team, Seaward Development and Patrick DePinto and his team have been uh, great. We've worked on multiple projects with them. So we have a, you know, we have an understanding, we have a trust there mm -hmm. and we were able to introduce um, some basic technology uh, from Control 4 uh, in each unit, whether it okay. was purchased uh, early on or is maybe still in the market. So, mm -hmm. so it's coming with a level of technology. Um, you know, then we, we meet with a buyer and we just say, listen, the development team's been nice enough to include X, Y, and Z. And here are the other product offerings that we have. Mm -hmm. and, and here's how they all work together. Mm -hmm. And here was a bigger thought process, you know, many months ago when we were designing this whole uh, comprehensive design on how we can sure. make it all work for you together. So mm -hmm. um, that, that process is, is really worked well for us. And I, I really like the condo, luxury condo market. I, um, yeah. It's the right clientele. Um, you know, we're fortunate they're, they're all right here in our backyard. Yeah. So there's not a lot of travel time. Right. <laughs> right, so, right. But we're had, able, able yeah. to be very efficient because, you know, for sure. if a client, um, client A needs something, mm -hmm. chances are I have somebody in the building already. Mm -hmm. And it makes it very easy for us. Yeah. yeah. And I know you mentioned you expanded to Naples. What geographic boundaries would you say that you're generally servicing right yeah, now? Yeah. Um, you know, most of our business is, um, is Sarasota and South. We're not okay. doing a lot in Tampa. A um, few opportunities present themselves, and if they're the right ones, mm -hmm. um, we, we certainly are, are, are thrilled to be a part of it. Uh, Naples is, for us, a, a newer market, we, although we've been on a project down there for a few years now. So uh, uh, the Mystique, it was a 71-unit tower. Okay. We partnered. It was a very unique. Wow. Yeah, it was a very unique project in the sense that we partnered with another integrator out of uh, Nashua, New Hampshire, on this. So they needed, mm -hmm. essentially boots on the ground. They needed a sales force down here. Mm -hmm. They did all the back end design and really did an excellent job of that. And we, uh, being part of HTSA with them, struck up a friendship. Mm -hmm. They knew we were down here and that's how that awesome. uh, played itself out. That, mm -hmm. that building is close to being done. I think we're working on the final last two penthouses right now. And some of this technology that we're talking about today is in all these units. You know, one of the penthouses has 400 Ketra fixtures in it. Wow. <laughs> so we talk about lighting in a, in a condo or a home. Yeah. They certainly will have no <laughs> lack of lighting in that, in that unit. Wow. But, um, so, uh, you know, during that process, because of the, the way the construction went at Mystique, it was basically you were delivered a, a finished product 
um, with the exception of, let's say, some flooring. Mm -hmm. And all the customizations that clients wanted to make were done Mm post-closing. So therefore, they engaged various general contractors down there in different trades. And through that process, we were able to meet five or six great uh, building partners down there. So we explained the situation. Hey, we're we're part of this group, but we are local, and we would mm-hmm. love to work with you on other projects outside of Mystique. Mm-hmm. So that, so we've you know we made inroads with them, and, and awesome. now we're working on other various projects down the Naples market. Yeah, would you say um, what what percentage of your business would be retrofitting stuff versus new builds, new construction? Yeah, great question. It's yeah. it's um. I think one of the challenges that uh, that our in, that the integration um, industry has, you know, other people that do what we do for a living, is is identifying, you know, your core competencies and you know really that lane you should stay in, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a long time ago, we we tried to, you know, when you're business planning and you're talking about growth of your company, of course, it's always a good exercise to figure out, okay. If everything's going well, what kind of projects do you want to be on, and what do you, where do you see yourself? You know that mm-hmm. that in five years, that kind of question, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. And then, but it, that allowed us to come up with an identity for our company, and and more importantly, understand what kind of projects we wanted to be involved in. Mm-hmm. So as a design build firm, I mean, we're heavy, heavy on, the on engineering, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in a retrofit scenario, it's very difficult to mm-hmm. do that, right? Uh, a down to stud renovation is easy because sure. it's essentially new construction. Mm-hmm. But going into a finished home, and maybe that finished home already has some level of technology in it, and maybe we didn't do the original install, mm-hmm. that's very problematic, and mm-hmm. it's a, it's a it's a major challenge, and it's it's something hard to articulate to that buyer. They're excited about their project. We're excited they called us. But we have to be very cautious going into that, um, mm-hmm. you know, especially, you know, this question kind of um, goes back to like owner furnished equipment. Yeah. It's yeah. like a, it's like a naughty <laughs> word in our industry. Yeah. Right? Red flags go up. <laughs> yeah. Moving down from Michigan, I have all my own equipment. Yeah. Well, that's not going to be a, pro- a project for yeah. us. But <laughs> that how, sounds like a yeah, I know, disaster. Right? <laughs> well, hey, it worked two months ago in Michigan and now mm-hmm. you guys installed it and it didn't. And that's a worse position to be in, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, and you get a lot of that with renovations, uh, more so mm-hmm. than you do with new construction. So I'm not, I'm not saying we don't do renovations. We certainly do. Um, uh, to your point, we probably are 90, 10, 90 okay. new construction, 10% renovation. Yeah. You know, one of the hardest things for our sales group to do is just to qualify uh, those those incoming phone calls or emails or leads or referrals, whatever they mm-hmm. may be, and really be respectful and professional about how we handle that phone call. And, and if it's not the right project for us, we, we have developed a relationship with another company in town that handles projects, maybe just a you know, step down um, mm-hmm. technology-wise. And, sure. and, that, and that's their lane, and they're happy to be in there, and they're happy mm-hmm. to get those referrals from us. Sure, of course. So even though someone's calling in and it's a referral and we talk to them and we ask them some pertinent questions about their project and we realize it's not a good fit for us, at least we can give them a soft landing yeah, yeah. and provide them with someone they can talk to who we trust and know we'll mm-hmm. do a, Love a good that. job. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, um, you know, our, our audience is largely comprised of real estate professionals, Gulf Coast area. Um, so, you know, what would be a way that, uh, that they could think of working with Wicked Smart Homes? I mean, what, where at in the timeline, maybe would it be good for them to introduce a, a customer that's building a home here in sure. town? Or, you know, how would, how would you recommend yeah. they proceed with that? Well, as, as er, on the new construction side, as early as possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really, we, we have to be looked at because, you know, technology we're introducing has an effect on the home. We mm-hmm. talked about lighting design earlier. I mean, that sure. has a, a fundamental effect on the electrical plans and the reflected ceiling plans in a house, right? Um, you know, if we're doing something like Rosewater, that, again, that has heavy coordination with the electrical contractor. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these items, the earlier we're involved, I think, I, in my experience, the the smoother the design process is we have time to design it. We have time to coordinate with all the, the various trades and especially the general, general contractor mm-hmm. um, and do it the right way. And when, when we're an afterthought and we come in very late in the game, it's always puts us in a, in a difficult position mm-hmm. uh, where we're much more, you know, we're having to be reactionary as opposed to yeah. being proactive on Definitely. how we approach that job. Right. Got it. Um, 
you know, I love the idea, you know, there's, there's a lot of technology in homes down here, especially ones that are being sold. And these are, you know, beautiful waterfront homes. They, they, I can almost guarantee you, and I'm not saying our company did the original install, but um, there's a lot of technology uh, in, in South Florida and it's been mm-hmm. around for a long time. So it's not uncommon for a, uh, a large estate level waterfront home. It doesn't have to be a state level, even mm-hmm. a five or 6,000 square foot waterfront home probably has some, maybe some lighting control, some cameras. It has some mm-hmm. level of technology. And I can imagine as a buyer and um, an agent representing a buyer, some of those questions, like does that technology convey in the sale of the home, most likely if it's architectural mm-hmm. in nature, yes, it's going to stay, right? Mm-hmm. No one's going to get up on a ladder and take speakers out of a, a ceiling, right? Right, right. But I always thought, you know, you, you the process now is you bring in a, a home inspector, and a home inspector is looking at, you know, more the, the structural integrity of the home, the, uh, sure. the uh, mechanicals, the appliances, mm-hmm. the this and the that. They have no idea when it comes to yeah. technology yeah, whether it's viable. Yeah, they're not looking at that right, at all. Right? Yeah. Exactly, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I like the idea of, of just introducing to uh, prospective buyers and, and, the, and the real estate professionals, call us up, engage us. We'll go out and we'll do a, a comprehensive mm-hmm. audit of what's in there mm-hmm. and figure out and give you an honest appraisal of, of a path moving forward. Is this viable um, technology? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it obsolete? Is it going to need to be replaced in two or three years? At least now the buyer has a better understanding of what's in there mm-hmm. and you know what the, what the pain points are going to be moving forward. Yeah, well, that's you know? a great offer. We'll definitely take you Absolutely, up on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, so with, um, you know, again, new, new builds, uh, realtors introducing people, you say to get, get the customer involved very early in that process. That way, if there are any structural modifications or Mm -hmm. or anything along those lines that you can, you can, uh, um, make sure that you have, yeah, I guess you coordinate that with the architects or, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking even, you know, holes in the, yeah, (laughs) the actual ceiling. And, uh, I mean, what, what are some, some major structural changes that, that you would anticipate for based on technology? I'm just curious. Yeah. Sometimes it, it's as simple as the depth in a wall. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're selling a lot of lifestyle products mm-hmm. that are hidden from view. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going in a standard two by four wall and mm-hmm. sometimes technology requires five and a half inches of depth. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's not a big deal to pad a wall out an inch or two in a room at the end of the day, the the buyer, the homeowner uh, won't really, uh, you're not losing any significant square footage by yeah. doing that, but it'll allow us to, to come in uh, with specific products and more effectively hide that equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you still enjoy the great performance of that equipment, but again, it's all hidden. I, w- I would really say that, you know, part of our role is, is, from an interior design perspective, we're always, we work well with interior designers because we want, we want the same thing they want, right? Right, right. We, we want this to look beautiful and mm-hmm. uh, we're, we're focused on the performance side, but, you know, ob- obviously blending that with the design of the home as well. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of harkens back to um, if we're involved early enough, we can make those recommendations, anything that's going to require a construction change. I mean, the, the most obvious one that we just uh, went through is um, uh, a drop-down TV on a lanai. Okay. You know, we had to fundamentally change the, the, the framing okay. uh, in mm-hmm. the lanai ceiling to, to accommodate that, right? Mm-hmm. So had we come in after the fact, there was no opportunity yeah. to do that, right? Right. So, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, I wouldn't say we're, we're drastically affecting the design. That's not our goal because sometimes that, that, that's going to require money and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and costs involved with that. So we're trying mm-hmm. to be respectful of the original design sure. and how we can complement that design by making some, some just mm-hmm. minor, mm-hmm. you know, suggestions yeah, here just and there. smart, uh, uh, smart planning and, yeah, exactly. and design. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I mean, our realtors, of course, we work with a lot of custom home builders. You may have noticed we had Ricky Perone from yes. Perone Construction on. Mm-hmm. Are you at liberty to mention any any projects you've done with any local custom home builders or, you, yeah. know, um, you know, just some of the people you've worked with? Or? Well, Perone in particular, we have yeah. a very large scale project uh, that's uh, ramping up here. Awesome. Uh, very soon. Um, just we'll say it's a significant project, one, a, a kind of project in, in, in my world that we embark upon maybe once or twice every year or so. That's um, awesome. So just significant in its scale and scope and size of the home. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's not it's, it's not necessarily a situation where 
it's a lot of new technology. It's uh, it's just more technology because the home is larger, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and even though that may seem like uh, an easy endeavor, uh, anytime you scale a project like that, it just there's so much more involved from, yeah. uh, from a coordination standpoint. But Perone, um, obviously one of the preeminent builders, if not the preeminent builder in this area. Um, Love doing projects with them. They're super uh, attention to detail, and the end result always speaks for itself. They build a beautiful product. And we know... You know, we know going into those projects that it's a, a partnership and we're not just looked upon as a trade because, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we have certain requirements that we need. We do things a certain way and they do things a certain way. And, you know, again, just finding common ground on how we all operate is mm-hmm. is always the key. But we've done projects with them in the past and you know, there's uh, familiarity with those guys and just, a you know, awesome, awesome yeah. builder. Yeah, great. Um, so what would be the best way for our realtors, um, customers, how could they reach out to Wicked Smart Homes and sure. get more information? Um, what's yeah. the best? Is the office phone, email, you know, feel free to share. Yeah, your, your traditional, um, you know, ways of contact, you know, mm-hmm. email. We have, we're all set up for that. We get mm-hmm. those every day, um, whether it be phone call or email, social, uh, social media has been great. Instagram has been a good thing, I'm sure you, yeah. as you know, in your mm-hmm. industry as well. Um, you know, it's fun to, to, to post these pictures of these beautiful homes around. I still think, uh, you know, it's funny, a lot of my friends and family back in the Northeast, um, you know, they're, you know, older homes up there. Of course there's new construction, but probably not at this level. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, uh, grander, if you will, you know, some of these homes still, <laughs> yeah. I still chuckle when I walk in like, Whoa, that is amazing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's, it's it's interesting because you know when we when we do a new project and we we photograph it or you know we get involved with the architect or the builder if they photographed it we piggyback on with them but mm-hmm. uh, just putting that stuff on social media and the response we get from from folks is, yeah. is amazing yeah absolutely yeah so it's it's great Instagram is is excellent yeah well um, you know wrapping up here is there anything that comes to mind that we haven't spoke of that uh, you'd like to mention or. No, we're um, we're looking forward to uh, t- uh, 2021. Let's I put it that way. Yeah, it's been a, <laughs> it's been an odd year. We've been very fortunate and blessed to stay very busy. Um, you know, we just uh, we we're in this. Our our agenda in this whole thing is really simple. Um, happy clients, uh, more work. Uh, you know, derived from that. Word of mouth mm-hmm. is still a huge thing for us. We do. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't do a whole lot of advertising and stuff like that. So yeah. we're just, you know, we're just trying to put out the best product we can. We have a great group of, of folks at Wicked Smart Homes. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everybody cares. Everybody's, you know, sometimes we're probably too emotional. I, I have to take a step back and realize that, <laughs> you know, we're, we're putting in technology in homes and this isn't yeah. a life-saving uh, scenario, right? So, uh, but no, it's it's great. We're um, we're, we're blessed and fortunate to be, uh, in the position we're in and we're just looking forward to the future and where it takes us. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, we're both um, very lucky um, because with COVID and things going on this right. last year, you know, people have been putting more emphasis on their homes than ever before. So, Absolutely. you know, they want to, they want to move into the home they want to be in. They want to make sure it's decked out with all the technology they yeah. want. So we've been very fortunate. We dodged a bullet uh, That's great. on this one. Happy <laughs> but, for your success as well. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Well, um, I just want to, again, thank you so much for taking the time. I want to thank our audience for joining us today. And uh, again, we'll post in our show notes and comments here, your contact information to reach out to Wicked Smart Homes. Great, appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you. Living the